talking about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how they really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact. Ain't came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field. We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the losing weight. It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it. Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him. And I best surmise you'll find a hole if you give it to him. Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him. Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash. Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash. Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag. And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog? That's right, y'all. They gotta play us. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trunapol, and as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the five-game winning streak, Cincinnati Reds. Now, do me a favor, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up with the 2,213 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. I know we're talking Reds today, but it's Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for the notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, if you're watching on Twitter or Facebook, share it out. Tell everybody about Strawberry Ice and how cool of a show this is. Anyway, as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. As my dog's going nuts, the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? I wear it every day. I'm not wearing it today because I'm wearing red stuff, but I'm wearing, I'm wearing Teddy K's Cincy hat. You know, so go support that too. But also, go check out jackpotjoey9.com. Portion of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Foundation and Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. We have hats, flags, shirts, hoodies, all kinds of stuff. Check it out there. Also, like I said, I'm wearing the Teddy K hat today for my boy for a uh, – his hats and the 
proceeds go to the Marici Foundation, which I hope I say that right, but I always mess that up. But anyway, we got a lot of cool stuff going on here in Cincinnati. The Reds, like I said, are on a five-game winning streak. The Bengals just got done with minicamp. We're going to have Centauri Miles on here in a minute when he gets into the uh, waiting room here. He's uh, getting off work, and he's flying home to get on here. So hopefully he doesn't get on a getting a wreck or anything on the way here. But what's up to everybody in the chat crew? Stranger's in there. What's up to Stranger? Brad's in there. We got Jerome. Ken, you're in there as always. My boy, Johnny Paps. What is going on? Travis, what is up? Big Mac, what am I supposed to do with Jose Bro's jersey? Well, <laughs> I'm wearing, you can see it, my uh, <laughs> Cassiano's jersey. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take this two off and everything else off, and I'm going to go get 44 Barrero put on it eventually is what I'm going to do. But, yes, uh, news of the day, Senzel's back up. Jose Barrero is down, which I think we all figured that was going to happen. My question is, when the hell are they going to bring up CES? Now, Ellie's got the day off, which isn't bad. I mean, I'm not – I understand, but I'm also one – he had a day off yesterday to let him play. He's going to work, work out of this little – Slump, if you want to say, I don't think it's a slump. He's just trying to figure out how to hit in the major leagues. And the biggest thing for him, he's got such a huge strike zone. I think that's going to be a problem that he's going to have to adjust to and the major umpires are going to have to adjust to. What is his strike zone? You know, because some of these strikes he's getting, I'm not kidding, they're down by his shins and they're calling strikes on him. So it just depends on how that's all going to work out. Take him a little while to figure it out. I think he's going to. But like I said, not everybody can come up here and hit like Matty Bats. Matty Bats is crushing the ball. So it is unbelievable to watch this team. I want CES up here. We'll see. All right, Brad, what is up? Would you be interested in trying to get Chapman back? They asked him last week if he would like to go back to Cincinnati. He said yes. Um, Yes and no. I don't want to give up anything for him, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I give up. Jose Barrero and maybe Senzel for him. Cause I don't think those guys are part of the Reds future. Um, but Chapman's got to realize he's not going to be the closer, which I know he's not the closer in Kansas city. It's not a bad thing. It's just a big personality. And I just don't know if it'll mesh right now. And the thing is with me with this team is I'm really enjoying watching these young guys develop. And the thing now I'm going to sound like, the Reds front office, but I really do believe this when Lodolo comes back, which hopefully is after the all-star break or sometime soon, when Ashcraft comes back, which will hopefully be sooner, those guys can pitch like we know they can pitch and Abbott keeps doing what he's doing. Hunter Green keeps doing what he's doing. We got four really good starters going down the, 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 the uh, stretch here. Now, yes, I would like to add to the bullpen because we are using them a lot. Chapman would not be bad. Just depends on what we have to give up to get him. So that's where I'm not like totally, yes, go get him. But it just it just depends. Uh, Big Mac, Ellie needs a day off. He hasn't had one in forever. True. I mean, he had one yesterday. So, I mean, he technically had a day off yesterday. Paps, I can see them trading or waving. Yeah, Will Myers at this point bring him. See, yes, I, that's that's a good question, Paps. I've There's no spot for Will Myers. There's no future for Will Myers. I can totally see them. Moving on from him, uh, they have did that with, with Moose. I think they prefer to trade him, but you can get like a bag of baseballs for him right now. Anyway, he is in the waiting room. 
I appreciate it. He hustled his ass off to get home. He's a hard-working car salesman. He's none other than Centauri. What's up, my boy? I am tired. I'm late. And the lighting isn't right. I look like I'm in the shadows. How are we doing? I'm great, brother. I'm great. So we're having a little discussion here. Um, Ellie's sitting down. Senzel's up. My question is, when the hell are they going to bring up CES? That's the one that I want to see up here. He deserves to be up here already. I know they got to move some guys, but you're going to have to make some tough decisions. And this kid deserves to be up here. What's your What's your thoughts on CES? If, if I had to make a, an educated guess, I would say it's going to be sometime probably in the next week or so. Um, and it's not going to be because he's playing better. Um, I think you can't you're, play much better. <laughs> no, I, I think you're probably going to see something um, like a, I call them phantom injuries. Yeah. Where someone might have some soreness and like an oblique that right. creeps up and, and they'll be on the 10 day DL retroactive IL, sorry, right, right, retroactive right. to a couple days. And, you know, here he comes and, you know, kind of the same thing that happened with Will Myers, and he got shelved down to the minor leagues. No one's he heard might from get him cut now for a while. <laughs> um, I, I think that's probably what happens. They're either waiting for someone to get hurt, which is a terrible thing to say, but it is realistic expectation. Right, it's right. baseball. Guys get nicked up all the time, um, or they're gonna make up an injury, but their their hands are gonna be tied. <sighs> The, the other thing that could be happening, and nobody wants to hear this, um, but the Reds are remarkably blessed with young talent, um, including guys in double and single A. Mm-hmm. And they're blessed with guys that are playing very well at the major league level. So there is an outside chance that he might be someone that gets traded to bring in some better pitching. No one's going to want to hear that. Ooh. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's not off the table until it doesn't happen. Uh, nothing's off the table. I, I'm just... What I don't want to do, to do, Centauri, is I don't want them to – like none of us really expected us to be able to compete this year. None of us right. expected these I don't, guys to come up and play like they're playing. I, I don't, don't want, want the them to mortgage just go, the future for right. yes, that's what, what I don't isn't want to supposed change. to happen this year. Yes, I, that's what I don't want them to do because they've done that in the past. Stick with what's working. And the thing is, like I said uh, before you got on here, when Lodolo comes back, which hopefully is after the All-Star break sometime, and if we get Ashcraft back – and Abbott keeps pitching. I think those are all ifs, but this is what you have when you have a young team. It's going to be ifs, ands, or buts. It might happen, it might not. But if it happens and these guys all pitch like they can, that's four really good solid starters going down the stretch if they pitch like we all seen them pitch. Right, and that's why I kind of do still want them to make a move because they – and here's the thing. If you look at anybody that's ever won a championship, it's not loaded with explosive young talent top to bottom. Right. It's a lot of young talent, a couple solid veterans, and that's kind of where they're at at this point. But you need to have the that elder statesman on the pitching staff. They they don't have that. I mean the the the, the Bronson Arroyo, so to say. They could really really use a guy like Bronson Arroyo. No one flashy, no one that's going right. to be you yeah, know an all star pitcher, present. but yeah. just like a Wade Miley from two mm-hmm. years ago. Someone yep. that's going to you can pretty much count on he could be to your give you an starter. average start yeah he could be your fifth star to help these young young guys out in an ideal world i could get two of them but then you're starting to look at giving up some prospects that i don't necessarily want and to do you're, you're taking a position away from these four young starters who i want to see if they could pitch now your boy here greg who who, who loves you to death wants to ask questions <laughs> for you. 
big sandwiches on there. So Santori, what what would the what would more now? Let me try this again. Santori, what would be more likely, Reds trading India or the Reds trading for Chapman? I say uh, neither. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't think either one happen. I I wouldn't say neither, um, but I would say they're equally as likely slash unlikely. I, I think if you're going to put a percentage on it, it's probably the same. And I think the percentage is probably about 15 to 20% chance of each one happening. Um, the Reds already have a lefty in their bullpen who's not bad, uh, Alex Young. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't blow people away like Chapman does, but he also doesn't walk people like Chapman yeah, does. Right. Um, you don't need multiple left-handers in your bullpen with the way that the current you know, baseball is set up because you don't have the – the extreme lefty on lefty loogie matchups anymore. Well, the loogies um, are gone. You can't even come. Yeah, you can't do it. Matter. Yeah. So there's no point in having more than one really good lefty unless you just happen to have them. Um, with that being said, would it make the bullpen really, really good? Yeah, but they're already a top five bullpen in baseball right now. Um, it's one of those things. What would I have to give up? Because the money's not a problem. He's only making three point seven, so you might have to pay him. One six to one eight the rest of the year, depending on when you get him. Um, but he's also in the last year of his contract. So what am I giving up? And do I plan on re-signing him? What's he going to want? Um, I would rather have starting pitching. I'm. It, it sounds crazy to say that I'm not super concerned about the bullpen because they're a top five bullpen that I think is getting away with some stuff. Well, they've been um, used a lot too. That's they the have, and that's the thing that makes me say maybe do get another arm. Yeah, that. that um, well, that's the thing for me. I, I think there's a better shot of them actually getting a reliever, Chapman or not Chapman, get, getting a reliever than a starting pitcher because of the the. Well, the, they've the already plan. pitched over 200 innings. Right. Well, they're, they're going to pitch 500 innings this right, year. Right, but also because of the plan. The plan is to get these four guys, hopefully, to be starting pitchers. Well, that's I'm like, the, if you're sticking to the plan, you need to go. Get the bullpen some help. That's the other thing that people don't realize. And again, another thing people aren't going to want to hear because they're competitive and they are quite frankly, I'll say it at this point, they're a good baseball team. Mm-hmm. Um, Lodolo's already hurt. They're not going to expend him through the course of the year. They're going to get to a point where they feel comfortable and shut him down again. Um, Abbott came up late, but he's going to get shut down probably around August. You know, the same, I, you might be able to to get away with Hunter Green because he is kind of getting stretched out as a pro at this point. Right, right. But you're going to have two or three of these pitchers get shut down, and even if they make the playoffs, it might not be available. Um, so that's something that you need to kind of consider, and maybe you should go out and get a veteran starter because this is not a staff you could count on through October. They're just – they're not going to be – they're not going to have enough gas – Quite frankly, well, one thing Big Big Mac here has a good point. So we don't need another arm. We have Ricky Coucher. We got Wild well, Thing, baby. He's already back in the minors. We don't have him either, <laughs> dude. I like every time they bring this up. I, I got to bring up bring up this this chart. Now, this is <laughs> oh my god, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> and I was still like, how in the hell did he get out of the inning? I just I still still I, I look at it. And I still don't, can't believe he got the save. It was my favorite one is that the the four seamer up and into the. The batter. That's the, the, the one left. that the kid That's had the a bunt. To bunt. Yeah, we had to. If we did it would hit him in the face. <laughs> Here, here's the thing with rookie. Um, and I, I think this is kind of an an almost an oxymoron to say this. The the whole night before he was getting ready to come in, they said 
He's wild, but he's got good stuff. I don't like that statement. If it's good stuff, it's not wild. It it maybe it's got good movement or it's got good life on it. Oh, it had movement. But it's right. not good stuff if you get thrown for a strike. But the funny thing with Centauri is when our lawn dart still a lawn dart. But the thing is when he had to have a strike, he got it. And that that was the impressive part. When he had to get it, well, he got I, one. I think nobody talks about this, but going back to that game, if you watch that whole inning again. What was the thing that happened right before he kind of got his shit together? Oh, uh, 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 the catcher came out and talked to him. Well, what happened right before that? He almost hit somebody. He almost hit the the mascot. I don't remember the, what. The manager for the other team, I forget who we were playing. Oh, yeah. Threw a fucking fit, yes, came out and helped. stopped the inning. Yes. I'm like, dude, yeah. you just, that's a reverse freeze, man. You gave him a breather. I I, right, when, right when that happened, because dad and I were watching it together, I was at dad's. And I was like, oh, that's a mistake. You just let this kid pitch himself out of the inning. You don't bitch and moan right now. And Dad looked at me and said, yeah, what's he complaining about? He's getting all these free runs. <laughs> that, dude, I was thinking the same the thing. The easiest like, job in baseball right now is to sit back and just wait. Right. I was sitting there like, keep arguing, dude. I was like, Ricky, just relax. Just relax. Mm-hmm. Breathe. It's going to be over. But the, I've said this. I think we talked about this on like every show this week. But the interview was a classic. He's like, holy bleep. <sighs> Holy shit! Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I did. I, I don't, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> he was just gone, dude. He was no, not there. It was no. Gone. He, he uh, I, I we always say guys are like having an out of body experience. I that was yeah. It. He was he, yeah. he wasn't there. Nope. <laughs> I just he was the epitome on of uh, the lights are on, but no one's upstairs. You know <laughs> right, exactly. I just got a question. So give me your thoughts on what the percentage. Do you give the Cincinnati the win to Central? Uh, at the moment, about the 33%, because I think it's a three-way race right now. I still think uh, the Tweety Birds are going to try to make a run. I wouldn't be surprised. That's Here, to me, they're like the Steelers, though. The moment you think that they're fucking right. out of it, That's here they I'm come. That's what I'm saying. If, if we get to game 90 and they're still toiling around 10, 15 games under 500, okay. Because at that point, that's a lot of ground to make up in 70 right. games. But we, uh, we got about 100 games left. I will say this, though. I put this out there on Twitter, I think, late last night because I was just couldn't sleep. The Reds last year. Remember how bad the Reds oh, were last year? Yeah, they lost. They lost 50 games at this point last year. Well, well, hold on. On June 14th last year, the Reds were 16 games under 500. The Cardinals after June 14th. We're 15 games under 500. They are just as bad as the Reds were last year. It's almost wow. the. It's not exactly the same record because the Reds have played like three or four more games, um, so the win percentage is slightly skewed. But it's still 15 games under 500 at this point. You know, honestly, that 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 really just absolutely breaks my heart that the Tweety Birds are are, oh, yeah, are sure. that bad. I, I'm I feel so sad for them. I mean, it's it's just breaks my heart. I'm yeah, totally you know, <laughs> so tired of them, Greg. When MLB draft comes up in July 17th, I know there's a bunch of rounds, but what would your number one position target be? You know, um, I spent a lot of time with the NFL draft. I I would like to think that I am probably at the top 1% of people in the country um, that spend time researching the NFL draft. 
I couldn't tell you one player available in the, in the MLB I was, was going to let you answer because I'm like, dude, I have no freaking – like, the MLB um, draft is so hard to – Here's the thing, and, to, uh, and Greg, here's my honest answer. Um, I don't really care, and it's not because I don't care about the team. It's the fact that unless you're getting someone that's like 21, 22 years old that was a senior in college and – it's like a Mike Leak situation where they're ready to rock and roll. You're not going to see them for three or four years, so just right. collect the best talent you can at whatever position. I mean, Matty Bats coming up as fast as he did is ridiculous. He drafted him with two. Right, and, and there's a reason why the Reds have like eight shortstops right now. Um, it's because they just draft best player available, um, and that works, and that's a reason why some of these guys are going to get traded. Well, you're going to be upset. Well, it's I'll a surplus. Say, well, this, this is what I want to say because I, I don't ever think drafting a shortstop is a bad idea because for me, they're always the usually always the best athlete. And normally, if you're very athletic, you can play other positions. I don't ever keep worrying about the outfield. We could stick some of these guys out now. Like, look, I'm not saying move Ellie to center field, but damn it, I can see him in center field. He can throw the ball 90 miles an hour. Your current, you know? your current two guys, well, actually, with the exception of Barrera, who just got sent down, mm-hmm. um, the three guys that have played center field the most. That, well, I say the most. We'll take Friedel out of that. Barrero, Senzel, and Steer have been your center fielders pretty regularly this year, right? None of them came up as outfielders. Mm-hmm. Barrero is a shortstop. Senzel was a third baseman, and Steer was a third first baseman. Sometimes you put an athlete out there, they can still catch a fly ball. These are professional athletes. A fly ball, in my opinion, is one of the hardest things to track I in professional sports. Oh, I was um, terrible at it. I mean, it's, <laughs> but I'm not a professional athlete either. So, no, but here's the deal um, a center fielder is not the most difficult thing to find. If you really, really wanted me to peg a position that I want them to draft high and hope it hits, it's catcher because those are very, very difficult to find, mm-hmm. um, especially a good hitting one. And we have a good hitting catcher, but he can't stay healthy when he's a catcher. Which but he's going to he... have to. Right, yeah, kind he's of what's going play. on. We, we had this conversation the other day. There's, there's, He's got to be a catcher. Yeah, that's why I kind of am like well, – uh, I'm worried about him. He's going to get hurt again. No, I, I'm with you, but the thing is – he hits better when he's catching. He doesn't hit. He does. If you look at the average when he's a DH compared to when he's, he's a catcher, he hits better when he's a catcher. Well, there, there's something to be said about that. It, it's weird as a DH. Yeah. Right? Um, because, the game. Well, you, you the only thing you get to focus on as a DH is hitting. Right. You know, a lot of times it's like, oh, you know, we're going to move someone from shortstop to left field or shortstop to center, and you'll see their, their average decline because they are focusing on a different aspect of the game. It's a completely different shift, and – it does take some attention away from the offensive side. But to decline as a DH doesn't make a whole lot of sense because now your whole focus is just hitting. The one thing here, this is this is a guy I've been very impressed with. Big Mac here says, damn, mm, that's my Frieda favorite story. As um, an undrafted, which I didn't I, I never, I never get to talk about this. Go for it. Um, so, yeah, Big Mac, if you go and look, um, and this happened probably four years ago, whenever it was, he was a UDFA, right? He was scouted as a first round talent in the MLB draft. Really? He, he had transferred some weird thing had happened to where he and his agent did not know in all 30 teams. I say 30, 29, 29 teams did not know he was eligible to be drafted that year. And he had a first round grade. 
Really? Because of because of the way he had transferred, there was some there was this league wide knowledge that he was not eligible to be drafted and fell through the cracks. Like the day after the draft, the Reds got word of no, he's an eligible free agent, and they fucking scooped him up immediately. That was I a free it. first round pick, essentially. Dude, I, they I, got I, him literally for nothing. I love him. I, I like him in center field, and I like him leading off with the C. I, I love, I love the the, the F boys, Freedom and Fraley. Both those guys are gamers, and hard nosed players, stuff that Cincinnati fans like. But they're but when I first saw him, I, I'll admit that you can ask uh, Catpole. I said they're probably gonna be bench players, but the more I've seen both of them play, the more I think they they could be everyday players for us. So especially Fra- Fraley's one though, or not Fraley. Um, Friedel's one that. Like I said, I was stoked when we got him, and then he came up, and it was like a year and a half ago when he first came up. Right. And he just – he looked very overmatched. He yes, wasn't he ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like, man, I hope I don't have to give up on this kid because I was so excited to get him. <laughs> it was like this was an absolute freebie that we landed right. that kid. And then, boom, he took off this year. And I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, this is what I thought we were going to get. Because I think his speed um, – because they scout on a scale of 20 to 80 – um, 80 being elite, 20 being minimum. And he came out as like a 70 on his speed, and he came out as like a 60 on contact. I'm like, okay, so this is a true leadoff hitter that you just got for free. Right. And I, no, I like, think says uh, the Reds gave Friedel the biggest bonus ever given to a UD. Yeah, it's because it should have been a first-round first pick. pick right. He missed out on a couple mil. But, I mean, like I said, I I, I love him. I hit This offense, I think – is better with him at the top of the lineup. He's that annoying. He reminds me. You remember, I'm probably age myself out here, but you remember? You remember Brett Butler, the leadoff hitter for the Giants and the Dodgers mm-hmm. back in the '90s. He reminds me of him because Brett Butler was freaking annoying. I mean, I never got to watch him, but I know. But, who yeah, he is. but you know what I'm talking about. That guy yeah. always got on base, and he always stole bases. And I'm like, I always wanted a leadoff hitter like that, and that's the way. Fairly, the Brett Butler would bunt a lot to get on get on base. Fairly does that some, but I mean, I just like he's just that annoying little. Nat, that you just can't get out. Well, and then and when he's on the bases, he's he's creating havoc. Well, that's kind of, in a sense, the way this entire lineup is. True. I mean, they're they're all scrappy. They're all about a two seventy to three hundred hitter across the line, um, and even the ones that are back in the two fifties, which is it's basically Stevenson still hitting his way back up into he's that two eighty range, yeah. which we he's know he should up. be at. Um, but the whole lineup is pesky, and that's. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because I'm you know you're in our group chat even though we try to confuse you with it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. but, um, <laughs> but someone was saying how you know all oh, this team doesn't have power, but they're they're really fun to watch. I was like, yeah, this is that you know because I'm a baseball purist. I, I don't like the whole three true outcomes. I don't like walk home run strikeout watching it. It's it's boring to me. I like watching a constant threat. I like watching. Aggressive base running, first to third, bunning, small ball, manufacturing runs. That's to me, that's what baseball is. That's Mm -hmm. how it's supposed to be played. That's and everybody's like, oh my God, and this is America's team, and this is fun. This is great. This team's exciting. I'm like, it's because they're not doing three true outcomes. They're playing baseball the way it's supposed to be played, which the other 29 teams don't play baseball like this. And you wonder why the Reds are a fucking bitch to deal with. It's because there's no break in the lineup. Mm-hmm. They're not just swinging for the fences the whole time. Yep. And here, here's the thing, and this is what this does, right? And ask anybody who's ever pitched. If they're going to give up a run, they pray to God it's a solo shot and that's it. It's one yep. pitch, in and out, done. 
the amount of stress that it puts on a pitcher to constantly have somebody on base or scoring position, oh, yeah. especially now that you can't throw over. It's harder to keep runners on. Three times, that's it. Right, and it's really two and the third's a bulk. It's right. A third, it's a stolen base at that point. Right. And the fact that you can't go from the windup and you have this abbreviated motion, and it's it causes so much mental and physical fatigue on a pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. That knocks him out of games early. It gets bullpens into games earlier. If your bullpen is coming into a game on game one of a three-game series in the fifth inning, you better hope that game two goes a lot better, or by game three, your team's gassed. Right. This is how you win series. They just wear you down. It, it's it's kind of that chipping away at the iceberg thing, mm-hmm. but you've got ten people chipping away at an iceberg as opposed to Adam Dunn and Junior waiting to hit a home run. Now, one thing I'll tell it's you this. so much more effective. One thing I'll tell you this, and I agree with everything you said, because I, that's when baseball got boring for me, because I it's either a strikeout, a ground out, or a home run. I, and I just boring. I missed the moving base runners. I'm going to sound like an old guy. Moving base runners over, stealing bases, what they're doing this year. That's what the Reds did in 1990, the last mm-hmm. time we won the World Series. It wasn't like – I mean, Chris Sable, I think, led them in home runs with 20, 25, I think. They didn't yeah. hit a ton of home a- runs. Another thing a lot of people aren't going to want to hear, but it's true. You know how we always say the Cardinals are always good? Uh-huh. This is the brand of baseball the Cardinals have been playing for 30-plus years. Exactly. And I, That's and I why it, it works. It, yes. And here's the thing. These are not guys that when it's time to pay them that you're going, shit, someone's going to make $225 million. It's No, these are guys that are going to make 50 to 60, right? So for every Joey Votto, I now have four Jonathan Indias. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If one goes down, now it's, oh, shit, who's going to replace Votto? Well, I got three more. Like that's it's so that's, much easier to constantly build a team, and it allows you to pour money into your pitching. Mm-hmm. Your offense becomes a little bit more expendable, which is why I'm saying don't be surprised as a couple of these guys get traded. Well, the thing is, too, they still got some young pitchers in in the minors too that that mm-hmm. could possibly come up. I I, I can't I can't forget the kid's name. He, he's got 100 strikeouts down in Double A. Connor uh, Phillips. Yeah, Connor Phillips. I mean, they bring him up and give him a cup of coffee, a couple of starts or whatever in AAA, he might be up here. But that's the thing, Santori, it's, we got a lot of talent, a lot of shortstops, a lot of talent. We also got pitching, which the Reds in the 80s, 70s, we never had starting pitching. We always had a trade for it. I mean, we brought Tom Browning up. In my, in my lifetime, up until now, that was probably the, the you know, until Johnny Cueto, that was the only guy I can remember the Reds developing, drafting and developing on their own. They have four oh, so- guys right now that, that they drafted and developed. That's pretty Great. good. They got a couple more down in the minor league. So it's not only the, the the hitting or the athletes. They got pitchers too. So the thing is, what I try to tell everybody is like, enjoy this year because this year wasn't supposed to happen. 2025 was when I could tell everybody we're going to be better. Right. They're, we're going to be about, good next year. Next well, year we could be a playoff team and, and all that next year. They are right now where the Bengals were right after Burrow got hurt. Yep. Kind of that first week or two. It's – it's when they are right now is like the exact moment when Burrow hit Chase and that first fade against the Vikings. And it's like, uh, oh, shit, we might have some. I was in the end zone. I remember going, I told you he'd catch the ball. I told you. <laughs> but that, that's kind of where they're at. They're not supposed yeah. to be here. They're playing a lot better than we thought. And we might be a year early kind of thing. So don't start trading all the pieces yet. Right. Don't yes. just be patient. Baseball's about developing. Let these guys develop together. And well, that's the thing. next well, year, they'll probably be pretty damn good. 
with us having like, that's what I has to keep in mind too. With us having such a young team and a whole bunch of rookies, it's going to be like this because that's what rookies do. Well, they're up, they're down, they're up. Look at look at Ellie. I that's mean, he what was, baseball is in general. Yeah, but, more, but more so for rookies than when you have five rookies. You know, it, 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 they're they're more up and down than than a, a veteran should be anyway. So Greg's got a good question, um, and I could talk for ten hours on Moneyball. Um, yes and no. So for the podcast listeners, uh, Centauri, do you agree with the whole Moneyball theory? That's what Greg's asking. Moneyball at its core, yes. Um, I think people take it way too far. I think people have overcomplicated baseball. Um, th- there's a lot of stats that I think are vastly unnecessary, um, but everybody likes to use now. them for, for arguments. Um if you are trying to fill a back end of a roster, right, mm-hmm. and you're you're looking at, you know, and I, I wish I still had my list from the the COVID year, because I put a list out on Twitter of thirty guys that I would sign before the season starts, and the Reds ended up signing nine of them, mm. and they ended up going to the playoffs that year in the shortened season. Mm-hmm. Um, Moneyball has a place, especially for the back end of the roster. There's always, always 20 to 30 guys that you could find right now to make your team better for the back end of it that don't cost a whole lot. Um, For teams like the Reds, if you've got 26 on your active roster, you probably need to look at Moneyballing about five to seven guys. There's a spot for it. Do you build your whole team with it? Is it a essential part of filling out a competitive back end of your roster? 100%. Because there's always guys that are vastly undervalued. Um, and I don't go into it too far like they did in the movie. Like, oh, you know, this guy's got a, a defect because he throws the ball funny. No, listen, I, I know maybe that's what they thought in 2002 when, when that whole movie was being <laughs> made. And well, that would but that would really surprise me if scouts actually thought that way with how right. advanced scouting is now. Um, but here's the deal. If you're a team like the Reds and you are going to be built on what I would consider old school baseball, which is not necessarily station to station. I don't necessarily need walks, walks, walks like Moneyball preaches. Um, Move people but, over, hit and but run, fly balls. <laughs> the, Reds are, the Reds are a tick old school and a tick money ball. And what I mean by that is they do a really, really good job of finding monetary value with players, um, but they still play, get them on, get them over, get them in. This is a 1970s brand of baseball that they're playing right now. They're, they're playing at at this point, sorry, dad, a historic brand of baseball back from the (laughs) seventies. Hey, Um, hush about seventies boy. Here's the thing. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing of it, but there's still a part to it. I mean, it's, Sports go in trends. Sports go in cycles, right? At some point, the league is going to figure out that, damn, the, the way the Reds and Cardinals are doing it, that's that's hard to keep up with. That's hard to do. That's It's a constant threat. Our pitchers are getting gassed, and we need more arms in the bullpen. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that I really, really hope that the Reds can continue this trend mm-hmm. because the rest of baseball is not really built – with how rosters are constructed to deal with a team that has a, on any given night, six to nine guys in their lineup that are going to just keep hitting you. 
And they're the thing, the thing they're is, kind of built like Rocky Balboa. They just keep going. Well, the thing I like too is, is they're all selective. We don't. It's not you. Very rarely see guys strike out on, on less than four pitches. I mean, most of the time it, it's three and two. That's know, two the other one. thing. That's that's um, what I like about it because they will fight you to the. They're very selective, which is unlike what we've had in the past. Where it's one, two, three out, one, two, three out, and it just it's a chain that keeps going and, and, and they just keep striking out. This one, they're very selective, very aggressive. And once they get on the base pass, dude, they're going to second. And that's right, like you just said, that put pressure on everyone, not the pitcher, also the catcher, you know, and, and the, the defense and everything else. Well, and, and here's the other thing, and I, I'm glad you brought up that it's almost like the whole team takes that approach. Right. That tells you that's an organizational and systematic approach to hitting. Um, and we haven't seen that from the Reds in a long, long. I mean, it's always just been how many home runs are we going right. to hit tonight? And it drove, it's, I hated it. And I felt yeah. like I was the one person in the city screaming that you can't just live off home I, runs. I don't like um, it. I don't know who it is, what it is, if it's a new hitting coach in the minors, if that's just a, a philosophy that they've passed Nick down Kral. from the top to bottom. If it's Nick Crawl, God forbid, I don't know. Um, <laughs> they all change. I mean, he's but one in charge. There, I don't know. There is an entire philosophical shift on an approach to hitting, and that's the reason why this team is as good as it is. Now, two things I want to bring up here. Uh, see, I started this out. One thing I'll bring CES up. Now, I thought it was interesting that he played right field last night. That's the first time in his professional career he played the outfield. Yeah, now, they're trying to find a spot for him. That's yeah, that's what I said. I, I like people are like, why they did it? Like, well, because he's either gonna play if they bring him up now, he's either first base or DH. Yeah, he can play third, but he's not really that great of a third baseman for what I've been told by other people who know more than I do. Um I have so never gotta, watched him, so I couldn't tell yeah, you. I just, just know by what the what stat other, sheet says. Yeah, I'm just going by what other people have told me. Outfield, they got to find something. They got to find a spot for him. And if he can do it somewhat consistently, then that that that's fine. They got to because I wouldn't be. I keep saying this. It's not gonna happen this year, but I would not be surprised if Ellie De La Cruz is our future center fielder, outfielder. That's just what I think. Because I, every time I see him, I see Eric Davis, <laughs> and, that, and that has nothing to do with him wearing forty four. It's the body type, the speed, everything else. I see. I see Eric. Eric He's got to be a little bit more. And this is going to sound weird, but anybody who's this and this is going to sound mean or pretentious. Anybody who's coached will know what I'm saying when I say this. His body movements need to be a little bit more compact with what he's doing to play center field. He's very lanky. He's got very long throwing motions, and, and that is just because of the way he's built. And over time, with correct training, they'll be able to tighten those throwing motions and steps up. Center fielders typically are not very lanky guys. They're they're typically a little bit more compact with swifter, twitchy movements. Well, um, I mean, they're they're built more Ken slot Griffey receiver Jr. than AJ Green. Kind yeah, of thing. Unless you're Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, unless you're a freak or you know. <laughs> and Ellie's a freak, dude. That's what I'm he saying. Is. That's why it might work. Right. That's that's um, what I'm saying. He he. Also, anyway. if I can plug something really quick, I don't know if I'm just late to the party. But I didn't know that they made zebra cakes and like rolls now. Yes. Um, so this is fantastic. These are delicious. Yeah, I'm Where's just been very at? happy. I, I thought you were on a diet. Not today. <laughs> Not today. All right, next thing I want to bring up, and I've been critical of David Bell. I've given him credit when credit deserved. I gave him credit for the 2021 season. I thought he managed his ass off. Last year, what was he supposed to do? I think – and uh, this year, th- there isn't a whole lot that I can complain about what he's done. There are some 
things that he's done. I'm like, what are you doing? But for the most part, I think David Bell's done a halfway decent job. I still he, think, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, see I think he's going to be the manager next year. I don't know. What, what, what's your, I mean, there's still Barry Larkin up in the booth that possibly says the Reds have got all their players up here now. And Barry Larkin has, doesn't have to put his name on a team where they're going to get their head kicked in all the time. He could potentially be it. Where are you at on David Bell? I think this is a make or break year for him because I think this is last year's contract, if I'm not mistaken. So right? I'm I'm torn with David Bell because there have been several years where what's he supposed to do with right. the fucking shit show of a bullpen that he's been. That's the way I was in right? 2021. I'm like, what's he supposed to do? <laughs> there, but there are times like what is today Saturday or Friday? Yeah. So there are times like Wednesday night when they're starting to get into a little bit of a jam. And I said, you're off tomorrow. Bring in Diaz, shut this shit down. And they gave up two and three runs before they decided to do it and got into a situation where the winning run was on deck. And I'm like, if you listen, I know it's not a safe situation. I know you got other guys that need time. You're off tomorrow. Get the fucking sweep and just nail this shit down. Right. He doesn't do that. He does not manage the end of games like it's the end of a game. He manages the ninth. Me. He tends to manage the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning like it's the third, fourth, and fifth it, inning. And that and it me. drives that reminds, me insane. That reminds me of Dusty Baker. That was exactly one of my biggest what I said. Like, it's oh exactly. My. I was right. losing my mind Wednesday night. And I said, this is the shit that drove me insane about Dusty. He can't fucking manage the back end of a game. I said, what do you have to lose? Shut the shit down. Get your save. I don't care if it's not a save. You got a five-run lead. You got the best closer in baseball. You're off tomorrow. Yep. End it and get out of here. Dude, I, I don't and, care if it's not a save situation. And, and God love Dusty Baker. The Reds are going to uh, face him tonight uh, versus the Houston Astros. But damn it, uh, that's one thing that drove me, drove me nuts, especially when Dusty got into the playoffs. He would still act like it's a game in April. Like, no, dude, you got to win these games. There <laughs> like, was, you got to manage to win differently. It's, the it's almost like, and here's the thing, and, and my dad is the worst person on the planet about this, and he's watching, so I know he'll agree with me. Though. <laughs> my dad goes into panic mode before bad things are about to happen. <laughs> Like they, the Reds could be up four nothing in the ninth inning, and the first guy will get hit with a pitch, and he'll be like, "Okay, that's a rally starter. Get the closer in, end this shit." And I'm like, "We're up by four. Like it's not bad yet." But he's like, "I just don't want a situation to even get to that point." Dusty Baker wouldn't make a move <laughs> until it was like four to three, and the winning runs on deck, and the tying runs at third. And we're right. like, "God, what took you so long?" Right? That used to drive me nuts. I'm I'm one of those people that I'm like, okay. It looks like it has the potential to get bad. Just stomp it now. Like, put the fight. All right. Now, if, I won't get upset. Someone, mm, I can't do it. Now, the thing is, people, uh, he got lucky with, with Ricky Carter the other night. Mm. Because well, they literally had nobody else. I was really, really, really upset until I realized that, okay, Diaz and Sims are not available. Right. And here's the deal. Because when they put in, um, God, I think it was Fernando Cruz. Um, I was before? like, what the? Yeah. yeah they, I'm, I'm talking like two or three innings before. Yeah, yeah. They put somebody in, and they wanted him to get through the sixth or the seventh inning, whatever it was in that game. And I'm like, what are they doing? 
Put Sims in. Get one of your guys in there. Just end this shit. Why, why are we dicking around with this guy? Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. And then he only made it like a third of an inning, uh-huh. and we had to bring another guy in and clean up. And I was like, I think Buck Farmer had to come in and shut yes. it down. Well, Buck, Buck Farmer came in, and he he, he gave up All the right. time. So, home run, yes. So Two outs. I was like, so what, what are we doing? And then I'm realizing, well, Sims and Diaz aren't available those were the best available guys, and he was hoping that Jack Ball, that only went a third of an inning, was going to give him an inning, yep. and he only got a third, Yep. which means now you're short another guy because you got to bring other guys in to pitch two innings to play mop-up. He, and, he, and he hoped Farmer. Farmer was one out away from doing it. They had to lead, and he gave up the home run to, to tie right. it up again. So, so I, I was really mad at him during the game, and then once I, I was kind of looking at the box score and who was available, I was like, all right, he did – I. Knowing what I know now, this makes sense. Yeah. But still, the the ninth inning last two nights ago drove me insane. Yeah, that was one that was just just ended. Yeah. That's where I'm like, I I don't I don't know. It's it's 162 games. Long story short with David Bell, I think he's a lot better right now than what he was when he first started out. Oh god, yes. Um, Oh yes. Because it used to be that I like questioned every single decision he made. Uh Um now the lineups tend to be consistent. Granted, he's got better talent now. It's always easier to manage oh, yeah. a better talent. Um, makes your job easier. He doesn't have a D. He doesn't have to worry about pinch hitting anymore. You have a DH. All right. He got more talent. Baseball made his job easier. And he's got more talent in the bullpen, which is not his strong suit in managing. So I'm not sure if he's getting better or if baseball got easier. Um, <laughs> but I don't have as many problems with him as I used to. Now, one thing, Ellie's not in, not in tonight, and I know a lot of people are like, you know, he needs a day off, yada, yada, yada. He had a day off yesterday. I would have been okay if he played today, but I'm okay that they're sitting him. I mean, because I don't necessarily – this is one of the conversations we had in the group chat. I don't necessarily think he's necessarily in a slump. I think he's he's doing what they wanted to do, and I think he's being over-selective. You know, I think he needs to be a little bit more aggressive. I, you know, That's kind of where I'm at because he can hit balls off his shoe tops. He did it in the minor leagues. He can do They're, that. I'm not saying he should do the, that, but he can't. Here's the deal. They asked him to be selective, and I don't think he's seeing the ball right. I think he's well, trying. pitching them backwards. Well, they, you they are. They're starting him off with breaking balls. Yeah, and then he's waiting for a breaking ball at the fastball right, right down the middle or right on the inside. That's right. what's he's, screwing him up. He's in his own head. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to be selective, but he's gone. He went True. too far the other direction and then screwed himself up. Yeah. So he, he definitely needs a day. If they want to give him two days, great. I don't know. They I I, I don't I want to play tomorrow. He's already had two days off. Let's dude, he's so talented. And and the thing is, if you look at what he's done at every level, he's come up. Every level oh, he, he's, he's always struggled and yeah, struggling first, and then he figures it out and takes off. And the quicker it typically takes him about I think the trend was two and a half weeks and then he jumps off. Right. So I, I would expect him to play tomorrow. I would expect him to be hit or miss this week. And then sometime in the next maybe 10 days from now, I think it'll start really going. I mean, the thing that's that's just amazing to me, Centauri, is right now we have four guys who could be in contention for the rookie of the year. We have a fifth one down in the minor league. I know. Who I could was be saying in contention it. Too. I, I'm I was saying it today. I was, yeah, I know. I mean, I was saying it today at work today. I said they got – Potentially five guys that could win Rookie of the Year. That's un. When is that? 
That's like a base. That's like video game. Right. Number, like, has anybody ever had that many guys on one team? I mean, I've, I've seen two five, or three. I've no know if I've ever seen four or five. I mean, literally, the top five working here are all going to be Reds. I mean, name somebody else in the National League that's better than any of the five we've got. I mean, is, yeah. is the kid for the Marlins that's sitting like four hundred a rookie or not? Outside uh, of that, I don't know. I. Don't know who that is. I'd have to. I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll look up who he is. Yeah, that, I know he's a young kid. That that well, if he's hitting 400, then <laughs> never mind. There's someone hitting 399 or 400. Let me see if I can find it. And by the way, uh, Jeremy here loves. He says those zebra cakes look, look similar to the white jerseys for the Bengals, marketing them Bengal cakes. <laughs> he's hitting 380 now. I'm sorry, he fell off the face of the earth. Oh man, that's terrible. Um, he is 26. Uh, no, he is not a rookie. Okay, he's a four-year vet. So what, what's his name? Who are you talking? Uh, Luis Areza. Oh, Areza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's or, not Areza. Or Arez. I don't know how to fucking I think it's say his name. Luis. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. We can have all top the the top five uh, ranking in the rookie of the year could all be Reds. <laughs> this year. Freaking good. So, what's your thoughts? We're rolling in. We've uh, got a five-game winning streak. Just got done dominating Kansas City, just like the Bengals. And Cincinnati does over Kansas City. We dominate them, you know, just just the way it is. I know they beat us in the AFC Championship. You know, I'm just talking smack. But anyway, we got Houston here, and Houston's a little injured. You pretty confident know. that wouldn't? I don't know anything about the Astros tonight. I'll be honest. I well, didn't even know Dusty injured. was still there. They're a little injured, but I I think we got a shot at winning two out of three. I mean, what's the line? Got Am- Amit's pitching tonight. I think Amit's pitching tonight, and I think Green on Sunday. I think. I might be wrong on that, but I know, right, I know Evans I'm really looking forward so, to Evans tonight. I don't know who France is, um, but he's pitching tonight for Houston. Yeah, we're going to smoke him. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that pedophile mustache. And the goggles. That's a bad look. So. <laughs> no mustache rides for him. Oh, my uh, God. By the way, go, go uh, look buy this guy. T-shirt. Mustache look, ride. Look at this guy. All right. So this guy's a rookie. He is two and one, seven starts, 40 innings. So he's going, you know, five, six innings a pop. That's good. Three, five ERA. That's fine. Whip of 1.3. That's a tick high, but nothing to worry about. Uh, he's given up seven home runs at seven starts. So he does get hit. We're going to kick his ass tonight. He doesn't strike out many guys. He's less than one in inning, and his ground out to air out is almost equal. So. He's okay. That's, he that's a he's a guy that if he was like 32, that's what I would want for the Reds. <laughs> Thanks, right? But he's 26, so he's going to cost a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to kick his ass. No, he's he's solid. Um, he's just uh, I don't. Uh, he, he needs a uh, he needs a gay best friend to tell him how to dress because that's a hot <laughs> mess. that's a fucking nightmare. Oh God. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm excited about tonight. I'm going to get the hell off here because I want to go watch the game. And you just got home. I'll let you go finish eating some more of your uh, zebra striped. Uh, stri- well, I, I don't have any more zebra cake, but I got a, a chocolate chip uh, sandwich with, with like icing in it. And the, diet, the diet starts tomorrow, right? Uh, today, I've actually been pretty good. I've done nothing but like drink water. And there I had go. some kind of like. Rice and grilled. What are you down? You you have. Down. I'm making fun of you, but you have actually lost a lot, a lot of weight, though. I I honestly have not weighed myself probably in three weeks. Yeah, 
Um, I at my absolute most, I hit 298, and I went, whoo, shit, <laughs> almost three bills, and I'm 510. I'm shaped <laughs> like a bowling ball. Um, but I'll, I'll say this I'm down three inches on my waist, and I went from a 4X to a 2X. There so, you go. Hey, dude, um, I, I, I know the, the, the weight hasn't kept falling off, but I'm also doing much more weight lifting and muscle building right now than I am cardio. So there is some muscle mass that's being built. Uh, if I had to guess, I'm probably down 30 to 35 pounds so in about when we, when two we see months. You, when we see you next year, you'll be like, I'll swore, like, so up, Satori's I'll here. either be swole or I'll look like a blow pop. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> oh, okay. On that note, Satori, what do you guys got going on rally this next weekend? Don't, don't you have uh, Jeff Carr or something coming on? Yeah, soon? we got Jeff Carr coming on um, He's a great this dude. week. We have Hal McCoy. The week Ooh. after that. Nice. Um, we've got a couple uh, names that we're working on that uh, are, it's going to be pretty pretty nice once. You know, it's one of those things they've said yes, but we don't have a date locked down. Yeah. Um, so we've got probably the next five to six weeks are going to be pretty pretty fun on the show. Like I'll I say said, that. You, like I said, you guys you guys have been doing a great job. You guys have been doing a great job getting guests on, so. I'm a little jealous. I need to step my game up. <laughs> well, the, the issue is uh, there's four of us and one of you. Yeah, exactly. So Tell me about we, it. Uh... <laughs> All right, Satori, I appreciate it. Uh, follow you, Cynthia uh, Savant, on Twitter. Cincy hey, Suave, Jesus. Suave, whatever. Cincy Suave. I don't <laughs> if you want to call me a Savant, I won't be mad at it. Suave, I, I don't read. I, that's just the way it is. I don't either. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> All right, dude. Appreciate you. Who day? Who day? All right, guys, go check out Rally. They're going to have Jeff Carr on. Jeff Carr is awesome. He's been on my show a couple of times. Hal McCoy, that would be awesome. I've never had Hal McCoy. So hopefully, Satori can, like, you know, send Hal McCoy my way once he gets done on his show. You know, we can help, you know, friends be friends, you know. Just, just saying. Anyway, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed that. Let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Radical Reds, Bearcat Ruckus, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trinipole. TikTok is at Iceman90. Do me a favor. Tweet at Tony Pike. Tell Tony Pike he needs to come on my show. I had a poll. It was 70-something percent said yes, that Tony Pike should come on my show. He's just teasing me. Austin's been on my show. Uh, uh, skinny has been on my show. All these people he knows has been on my show. I TikTok, all right. I do talkbacks on his on his show all the time. I think he's just toying with me. I've emailed the man. I've talked to him in person. Tony, come. You know you want to be on Ice's show. It's so much fun being on the show. At least I've been told. Anyway, I want to sign up later on the podcast. It's on Beanpod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five star review. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, my originals. Uh, you guys are awesome. I'm at 2,213 subscribers. Again, I say this all the time. If it wasn't for you guys watching, I will not be able to do any of this stuff. So I appreciate you guys. Make sure if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, go subscribe to my channel. Tweet it out. Tell people about Strawberries. Tell people about Rally Around the Night. Tell people about Bengals and Brews. We're all working hard trying to get you some fun stuff. We're getting into the dead day of football because we're not gonna really have anything about football until end of july so we might be talking a lot of reds here on bengal sock 
which I don't know. Maybe I switched the show back to Sports Strawberries. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I haven't made my mind up yet. It was, it was. Twitter said yes, switch it to keeping it as Bengals talk with Strawberries. Facebook was exactly 50 <laughs> 50. It was right down the middle. So I'm going to talk Reds, Bengals, Bearcats. It still might be called Bengals talk. I just think it's easier to find it. Anyway, I'm going to get the hell out of here. I'm going to go watch the Reds kick Ash, the Asher's ass. You guys have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you Monday. Monday, I have Dan Horde coming on. Tuesday, I got Gary Miller from Local 12. Uh, JJP might be uh, hopefully coming on next week. Uh, I guess about Wednesday. I can't think right now, but a lot of good shows coming at you next week. Ready? That's just sports, baby. See ya! Talked about it yesterday. Just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. This old void in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, show boys had it really gritty they try to shuffle up the game on us but they ain't icky flip the coin kick the toe roger to go and get it never know what's gonna happen when joe drop back he gets shiesty in the pocket i get shiesty on the track nobody on the team all pro that's all cap most all around team in the nfl that's all facts and came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us they said we couldn't be buffalo but see how we call they bluff underdogs every week they keep on trying to label us put your money on us even if vegas don't favor us no matter what we really came up now it's hard to fail i dare you come across that middle vine gonna ring your bell I know we under they skin, them boys built frail Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the loser weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up.